What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Hey Ramona Middlecoff segment is brought to you by CandidCO.com slash ham and promo code ham for $75 off Candid Aligners. And brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code ham. And UntuckIt.com, promo code ham. And by SeatGeek, promo code ham. Now to the segment. No such thing as a good loss in this division when the Seahawks are as good as they are. That, you get, I mean, this stretch they're in is pretty incredible when you consider who they've played the last few weeks, who they played today, who the Seahawks play Monday Night Football, just in, I'm talking from an entertainment standpoint, who the Niners play next week, and just how critical every single one of these games are. This has got to be just an exhausting stretch for well, them because you just well, get no breaks. Well, you know they're staying in Florida. They're not even coming back. So yeah. it's – I don't want to say it's must win, and we'll have a better idea. To me, if Seattle wins this game tomorrow and the Niners then lose the New Orleans Saints, I mean, we'll probably talk, we'll start talking about a wild card team. And uh, yeah. now a wild card team that's going to be maybe 12-4, and 13-3, but that's just the way the cookie crumbled, which is nuts. I, I, do, you, I, mean, I do you think Kirk Cousins can go into Seattle and beat them? I don't know if Seattle's quite as tough as it once yeah, was, I, but I think they're playing well. Thielen's out. I saw it came across my ticker today. That's because if they if if Seattle wins Monday Night Football, you start thinking, God, this is some fucking pressure on this Saints game just to hold no blood, right? And the Saints are coming off a long week. The Niners are staying away from home. The Saints have where did I just see a picture of Drew Brees? Like the Pelicans game, like. Didn't they play? Oh, yeah, they played Thanksgiving. He's just been chilling. They looked. Wearing an Untucket shirt, probably, promo code. Oh, ham. yeah, they beat the shit out of the Falcons. The little bit I watched. I did, I did, I did, yeah, I, well, you didn't miss anything. I, I did a hit with uh, Gottlieb on Friday, and I had watched like one minute. And he goes, what do you think? How about the ending of that game? They kicked three straight onside kicks. And I was like, did you see that part? I did not. And all I said uh, was I think like, I had given up on the game by then. All I did was drop a. Yeah, these Thanksgiving games are nuts. That's all I have. I was like, what? I, I thought it was a blowout. 
I so I gave up on that game, and then I they made like a late push, and because they got all these onside, onside kicks. kicks. If if the Niners can somehow, I got I got to tell you, Doug. I mean, we got to do something about these onside kicks. Can, can we get one of these things to to land? I mean, I, to, as far as I'm concerned, any game that ends with onside kicks is a good football game. But that's just me. That, that would have been my answer, I think. Wouldn't you say it'd be kind of surprising? Now, again, I think the Niners are really good, but these road games at New Orleans, I think what kind of sucks about this one is you go, God, we're fucking right there. Like, there is a chance that you just lose by two touchdowns against the Saints, right? You just kind of run out of gas on the road, and it was just like that. Right. your chance was this week. And it just, like we said, you'd rather win the Saints game this game, but you don't know that at the time, and you're just in this Ravens game on the road. You got the ball at a tie game, driving in the fourth quarter. I'm thinking, like, fuck, they're going to go into Baltimore and win this thing? This is insane. With Lamar looking like Michael Vick, and then you don't get the fourth and one, and then you start doing the math. You're like, well, Kyle's already wasted a couple timeouts. Now, in fairness, he wasted one timeout because they took so goddamn long to get the line of scrimmage, and they, you had to take the timeout. But you go, well, the math is they could run out the clock here, and this is a problem. And then you realize, who's their kick? Oh, yeah, it's just one of the great kickers in NFL history who just hasn't missed since 2007. And that's kind of what stings, I think, when you look back. So you do all the moral victory stuff, which there aren't moral victories, unless when you're talking about comparing yourself to non-common opponents in the other conference. But this game did matter when you factor in who they're playing next week. That's I don't ever yeah. remember. I, I ask you, I would imagine Elias will tweet something out maybe after Seattle. like Because if Seattle loses, then the Niners will still be in first place. But let's say Seattle wins. I bet Tuesday we'll have like the Niners are the first 10-2 and two you know, team on early December to be in second place since whatever team, I bet it's been a while. Because <laughs> I would say well, 98% of the time, guy, when you're 10-2, and two, you're in first place in your division. Because you're 8-4. Yeah, you're 8-4, you're, you're in good shape. Remember, we talked, to, I only remember because we talked about it a, a week or two ago, the 08 season where the Patriots did not make the playoffs at 11 and 5 with Matt Castle. The Ravens were a wild card at 11 and 5 and the Colts were a wild card at 12 and 4. Like well, that's a hell of a year in the AFC. Yeah, but when you're 10 and 2, you're usually not going 11 and 5. You're more you're right. going to go 12 maybe, and 4. Like what were the Col- the Colts finished at 12 and 4? Well, let me pull up their schedule here. And, and they were what? Second place? Second place. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that they might be a good one. So it takes, Let's you know, see, a they, 11 and 1 team. Their record, it doesn't have their, uh, yeah, so they started slow. Like, they started three and four. So they were not ten and two. They got hot. And then they, no, yeah, and then they didn't lose a game from week nine on. They went, they went the Super Bowl. So they weren't ten and two. They the Super Bowl that year? Oh, they went, but they lost to the Saints. No, 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 no. That year they lost to the, they lost the wild card game that year to the Chargers. Who went to the Super Bowl that year? What year is this? Uh, this is 08. So Super Bowl's 09? Steelers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Roethlisberger versus, uh, I mean, one of the great Super Bowl games ever. Roethlisberger versus uh, Kurt Warner. James Harrison on that return when Larry runs out of bounds and chases him. Right at the end of the first half. That was a hell of a Super Bowl. I, I watched the Pat Hills house. It was. NBC. I think. Al Mi- Al yeah, Michael's Al Michaels versus Collinsworth. That was NBC for sure. Yeah. So, uh... I was but with you know some, what, I was I with some people this today, is... and we know them since going back to our uh, our radio days, that thought, man, Charles Davis might have had some cash on the Ravens. Did you... <laughs> there was a play that Jimmy Ward went up for the ball and tried to pick it, and they called 
They didn't call anything, and Harbaugh challenged it for pass interference, and it didn't get overturned. And, it, you know, it was by the letter of the law, it might have been, but he was going up for the pick. And my understanding of the rule, just from hearing defensive talk, coaches talk forever, the defender has the same right to the ball as the offensive player, right? If they're going up to get it and they interact, that is not P.I. It's when you right. inhibit their ability by touching them before. But if you're going up for or the you're ball, not, you have it. Or you're not making a play on the ball. And that's what Jimmy – he was being more aggressive for the ball than Andrew, so – just the, the, the rule is, but he did like as he's going up for the ball with one hand, use the other hand, hits him in the face. So technically, yeah, but it's just hands to the face. Yeah, but Not but reviewable. he but it was overthrown. Have you noticed that? Remember the two uncatchable? Is is that even in the rule book anymore? You never see it. You never see it. I uh, I think what you get a lot is just illegal contact in that situation. Didn't it feel like in our or a defensive holding. younger days in our in our twenties? It, there was a lot of the referee going like well, this. You know, if you have you ever stands, have you ever seen that in a college well, game this year? I don't, I've never seen it. Well, yeah, I, college. Is I a do more see. It. I don't misses. really see the. I don't see the uh, signal, but I've seen it a couple times where it falls out of bounds, and it's like it wasn't holding, uh, and it wasn't. Illegal, I don't know. And they haven't called the illegal contact, and they've, to me, appeared to just let it go because of where the ball was. But you don't see this. Like you see coaches doing the signal all the time. Fans are doing the signal. Everyone's doing the signal except for the officials. I haven't seen an official do that signal in 15 years. If you told me that, you know, in 2012 at the uh, at the rules committee meeting they took that out of the rule book, I'd believe you. Because <laughs> you're right. I haven't seen what what was the when you and I went to dinner with the late great Reggie Cobb. What was his joke? Oh, it was the it was the wide it was receiver. The my bad guy. It was the wide receiver. When my, he bad, drops. my bad. My yeah. bad. <laughs> my bad. When he hits his chest, it's like my bad. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dog, I was Doghouse Grill. Yeah, Reggie had, Reggie had great you know. stories. Tennessee is uh, all in uh, Tennessee round off a bunch of wins. Finished 7-5. and five. Yeah. So, here's the value, though, of not a moral victory for the Niners, but the value of, of watching that game is I if, if they end up in a situation where they are the wild card, I'm going to feel pretty good about their ability to still get to the NFC Championship game. The problem is just going to be that road game they're going to play. Um or road games that they're going to play. But I'm like I just watched them on the road right now going is it going to get tougher than that on the road in the NFC playoffs? You'd admit though, part of what made Jim a legend in his 3 years when he was winning were the road playoff games. Now, one of them was a road playoff game to the Super Bowl, if I remember correctly, right? The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Uh he had two home playoff games the first year. That second, who they played? Do you remember who they played before the Atlanta Falcons in to go to the, play the Ravens? Because the next year they played the Packers and the Panthers, then lost Seattle. It wasn't the Packers. It was year. the Packers, right at home, and that was yeah. Kaepernick ran all over. So he won three road playoff games in a two-year stretch. It would be a very very would for as awesome as it would be to make the playoffs and to start the year if you just like we said playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. But when you start ten and one, and then all of a sudden you're doing the math, you're like, well, being twelve and four, thirteen and three is fucking cool. But if we're the five seed, we're not going to get any playoff games at Levi's one. What if you were to lose the Cowboys in that round one? Would that be that would be devastating? Because you are clearly there. The Forty Niners are clearly the better football team. Yeah, would devastating you, to the Niners and devastating to every Cowboy fan that wants Jason Garrett fired. Yeah, would you say that then? 
just to make it a worthwhile season, if you went 12-4, and you make the playoffs. You have to win that playoff game. I would imagine, what would you guess the Vegas line would be? Niners by 4 or 5? Because the Cowboys are going to be fucking like 8-8, eight and, eight, and the Niners be 12-4, and four, and even in their losses, they're playing well. Yeah, to me that... Niners by 7? I don't think it'd be below 5. To me, it's 6.5. Could it be 7.5? Would some of the Sharps be I mean, saying? That is, that a, is that a, you know, a values play on the Cowboys then? Because you start, well, you start doing the math. What like were they today? That's a pretty big favorite on the road, guy. Yeah, I know. But what were they today? Four-point underdogs? Three? I, I saw it got up to high as like six on like Tuesday, and, Thursday or Friday. I mean, and that – come on. Like – Because I got a lot of – What they did today was much more difficult than what they'd see in Dallas. Would you say if they was on a neutral field – because to me, if you're on a neutral field and the grass isn't as wet, Lamar then is a little more dynamic, right? <laughs> As a runner, like he just might be a little more explosive. Yeah, you now, might you might be at an advantage to play him in that yeah, weather. That, the counter would be that was my thought going him. into the game. My thought after the game would counter that would be well, the Niners' passing game is doesn't really exist because beside Kittle, they don't have many dynamic like Emmanuel Sanders and Debo do the best they can, but they are a little limited. Like they are a different squad yeah. inside because their defense is the same. But I thought today Lamar, for as great as he was, running the ball. Now, maybe he was a little less accurate, too, throwing the ball because he had some BBs behind guys. But that's part of his deal. He's just – he's not Mr. Accuracy. Before we get to him, though, real quick, here's what – so we got Monday Night Football, Seahawks, Vikings. Seahawks then go to the Rams. Well, I wouldn't count out the Rams helping out the Niners there. Did you I see mean, you see today golf? I just I didn't watch one minute of the game, but I saw he had three hundred plus yards at halftime against the Cardinals. They beat the shit out of Arizona. First touch he threw his first touchdown pass since October. <laughs> How about that stat? Isn't it December first? Yeah. Uh December second when this podcast releases. Uh then they go to Carolina. I mean yeah, I don't know. They should win that yeah. game, but then they play the Cardinals, then they play the Niners. So I'd, I'd have to Google this. I don't really understand tiebreakers unless I read up on them. If the Niners are one game behind Seattle going into that final game and they win that game to then have the same record, but they've split, what's the next tiebreaker go? Wins in your division? Would it be your division record? Yes. Yes. What's Seattle's division you, record right now? Do you have it in front of you? I do, uh, actually. Yes. So the... It's really winning percentage, so this is where like a tie hurts you. Um, so they're three and one. So they so they both have three wins. Niners have played one more game. So Seahawks are three and zero. Oh, Niners are three and one. So potentially they both could be five and one. Right? Then what does it go to? Conference. That's what common games. So they've both played the same teams. Obviously they're in the same division, but they would have played the two divisions. Did the Ravens beat Seattle? Or Seattle beat the Ravens. I think Seattle beat the Ravens. Off the top of my head, but God, I'm just the uh, in Seattle. Seattle lost to the Ravens. They beat the Browns. Seattle. Here's the other thing that helps. They lost to the Saints. Seattle beat the Steelers. Beat the Bengals. It feels like they have the same fucking year. I mean, <laughs> the only difference right now in the two teams is the. Seattle beat them. So right now it would be pretty even, guy. All this common opponents, 
they've they have the same record against, to my knowledge. So then you go uh, conference. God, we're and this is the fourth tiebreaker. It, it doesn't feel like most tiebreakers come this deep, right? Wait till we get to the fifth tiebreaker. Strength of victory. I was hoping tallest quarterback. No. Well, strength of victory is not on the Niners' side because their strength of victory. I would think not. But that's where beating the Saints would be massive. But the Saint, but Seattle lost to the Saints, so it's not. Yeah. Are, are you less focused I'm now saying, on so home field buys and more focused on the division? Is it fair to say that just because the division probably gets you a home field buy? Clearly. Like, do you think it's safe to say whoever wins the NFC West is going to be the one or two seed? That's how it feels right now. I Yes. So would you yes. say the one or two and seeds? I, and to answer your question, the yes. The one or two seeds? I've been thinking about them like they're the two, two one and the same. Yeah. Win the division, be the one seed, get the buys. So would you say the Saints feel kind of grandfathered into one of the buys? Yes. And then the Niners in Seattle are battling it out in December for the other buy. Yeah, to me it's either beat New Orleans, beat Seattle, be the one seed, lose to New Orleans, have somebody, either the Rams or the Vikings, beat you, Seattle, and you beat Seattle, you're you the You know the wild seed. card is, though, guy? Minnesota wins out. Kind of knocks out Seattle. The Niners fuck up, lose to New Orleans, and then maybe Seattle gets them. Minnesota is sneaky alive in a weird way. Now, they have to win them all. But if they win them all, the Minnesota Vikings would be 13-3. and three. With a bunch of big wins down the stretch. Seattle, at, they host Green Bay. Do not count out the uh, out the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, but you would still, even in that scenario, need to lose a tiebreaker to the Packers. Who? Right. You're talking about the Niners? I'm saying you're talking Minnesota. About, you're talking about whoever loses the NFC West could get bumped to out. To the three seed. Because what if yeah. Minnesota is 13-3? and three? And if Seattle was 13-3 and Minnesota beat them, it'd be like, fuck, you're welcome to three, right? Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about something else. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. just saying no one talks about Minnesota. I thought you were talking I, I thought you were talking about the Niners or the Seahawks missing the no, playoffs. No, no, no. I'm just saying I, I think we all talk about, like, the Minnesota-Green Bay group is automatically just going to be the three seed. I'm just saying something to keep an eye on. Minnesota specifically, that they could just rattle off a bunch of wins and all of a sudden be 13-3 and with win over Seattle – Take out Green Bay, and then all of a sudden you're like, damn, they're the. It's just not out of the realm of possibility. Now, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, you'd be like, well, they fucking just lost. Yeah, that's possible too. Yeah. Same with Seattle. Like, Seattle could just go on a run. There's a chance that Seattle finishes multiple games up ahead against the Niners, right? Because if I told you they win this game against Minnesota and then they beat the Niners, there's a chance they don't lose a game till the, you know, till the playoffs start. Yeah. There's a chance they win the division by two games. So there's a chance that going into that game, it doesn't matter, right? There's a chance, yeah, but I don't. Because it, how would that happen? Could there be, could there be a chance that we already know what the tiebreakers are? I guess the math changes every week huh, with the, with the other teams. But even if the Niners were one game down, so let's say the Niners go into that game were twelve and three. Well, let's just say they were eleven and four. And so they now I guess let's say they're twelve and three. Seattle. Well, you would need the Niners to lose a a divisional game, which they so the, so so Seattle Seattle wouldn't mind. Be like, well, if we beat Minnesota, you can beat New Orleans. We just want you to lose to the Rams, right? Oh, they do. 
Yeah, they 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 haven't played. Doesn't feel. I feel like they've played the Rams. No, they got the Rams come to Levi's. So if if the if the Niners were to drop that game, lose to the Rams, that'd be crippling. Yeah, because then because even if they're even then even if they're one game back of Seattle, it won't matter. Right, a tie would they would still lose a tie. So the only way for it to be like that, if they're if they're one game down, to then they could still beat Seattle and have the same record where it wouldn't matter, is if they lost to the Rams. That'd be bad. Would you? Is it fair to say then it's more important to win that Rams game than the Saints game? Middle coffee, you're moving the goalpost. Depends where your goals are. You're, yeah, why are you lowering the expectations? Well, I'm, just, I'm just trying to be realistic. Like who who, who goes into New Orleans and go wins beside Dan Quinn? But this is where I say, if they're who I think they are, they beat the Rams. Yeah, right? but even if they are who you think you are, you are who they th- you they are who you think they are. They could lose the Saints by ten. That's my favorite thing to do. Is then they lose a game you don't you didn't think they should lose. You're like, well, I guess they didn't. They weren't who I thought they were. Yeah, I, I gave them too much credit. I guess I guess Adam Gase. Not I was wrong. Just I they weren't who I thought. Adam they were. Gase, I guess, told the media on Wednesday. They're like, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? And he's like, I don't have time. We're game planning for the. And then they lost by twenty plus points of the Bengals. And I guess all the New York guys just crushed them during the game. Like what a fucking clown comment! You're an idiot, bro. Just go eat turkey day with your family. Oh man, you know they were riding a little high. You know, Jets got a little full of themselves. Yeah, they did. You beat the Raiders by 31 points. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.